A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Katie McCabe says that staging the Men's World Cup in Qatar is not a good look for football and she hopes that more nations follow in the footsteps of Harry Kane and taking a stand for the LGBTQ uh, plus community, of which she's a member during the time of the tournament. He's just going to have a rainbow on his sleeve. I think that's the extent of it. That's the thing, yeah. I mean, I know they'll all probably feel they're doing their bit, and look, it's better than nothing, but, I mean, this goes way back to when Qatar was chosen as a country for the World Cup. Yeah, I don't know if rainbow flags are banned, like any, any kind of holding hands is. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. The first incident that happens with the police officer will kind of set the tone. So all the sta- all the stadiums are with uh, you could fit them all in Wexford, right? For, for the whole thing. How many stadiums have they got? About six. And they just built it just for this. Yeah, and but like so, there'll be spillover from fans. So fans from country from various nationalities will be spilling over. Well, I don't think that's the main problem. Like the fans having fights is one problem then the alcohol is another problem but then just their attitude to various things I just wonder as well though it'll, it can be, it'll be quite it'll be their rules so will it be easy to get alcohol at times when it would have been easier in other places so it may not actually be as bad because they'll be able to kind of be strict enough Former FIFA president Seth Blatter has admitted it was a mistake to award the 2022 World Cup to Qatar It's a bit late now Sepp Yeah well I mean even if, if Sepp Blatter is saying it was a mistake you know you're in trouble <laughs> There you go yeah the Gulf state has been heavily criticised for its human rights record and for not recognising same-sex marriage or civil partnerships. The build-up of the tournament has also been marred by allegations that migrant workers in Qatar have been poorly treated. So it's just, it's, it, as, we, as we get closer and closer to it... Yeah, it's, it's ramping up. It's, like, it's too little too late, lads. And by the way, Seth Blatter, you were president of uh, FIFA in 2010 when Qatar was picked. So shut your mouth. Well, the thing. He says it was a mistake. He really regrets it. Yeah, well, he, he could have. He probably could have had something to do with it if he was that bothered back then. He was too busy laughing at John Delaney down the phone because John asked us, "Can we go anyway?" <laughs> Raiders of the uh, Lost Heart is the headline. Oh, Apple? No, and like it's a, it's kind of it's about di- a lady. It's a disrespectful. This to is a, derogatory. Well, I'm not di- having that. Well, it's disrespectful to a very ancient lady, but it's a lady nonetheless. Who's the lady? Um. Cleopatra coming at you they found her tomb her beauty and her tragic romance her stuff of legend while the location of her final resting place remains one of the world's great mysteries but now archaeologists believe they've found a tunnel that could lead to Cleopatra's tomb which is in the archaeological world which is hard to say on a Wednesday why are they calling her a tart 
Yeah. Tutankhamun Camus never got this grief, did there's he? There's no need for that, is there? Anyway, um, theories suggest that Egypt, Egypt's last queen was buried beneath this place called uh, Teposaurus Magna. And they they found a tunnel and it's leading somewhere. Imagine how exciting that is. Imagine you're in that tunnel going, this is where I'm the first person to ever go down here. Yeah. I still don't get why they're calling her a tart. It's a headline writer. That's ridiculous, like. There's, there's, no, there's no justification for it. Well, you uh, take it up with Stephen White. So he, he probably didn't write it, he just wrote the article. No, Somebody else writes the uh, headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're generally very good. Uh, there was a great one yesterday on the front. Uh, so the FIFA scandal is on Netflix from today. Interesting, interesting. As is the crown. So I don't know what's going to trump what there now. Probably the crown. The Temple of Tomb would have been a better headline. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Tart. Indiana Bones. Like, that just seems very disrespectful. Cleopatra. The through, through the tunnel is coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Raiders of the Lost Tart. Jesus, lads. And you know what? Two steps forward. There's, there's people who go in, they go into these, the, the, the tombs and, and they, they go into the, you know, the, uh, the pyramids and all these things. And the fellas who open up those tombs. Yeah. Weird stuff happens to those people who go Afterwards. in there. Yeah, it's like they're cursed. Like they get bad luck. Oh, yeah, they all die. What do you mean they all die? They all die. It's a known fact. Well, we're all dying. Like, no, is, they is die quite recently in mysterious after circumstances soon after it. Now, not wow. all, but like, quite a lot. So uh, if you asked me, if you gave me a torch to go down to Cleopatra's tunnel, I'd say no, let somebody else go first. <laughs> right. And let's not wreck the gaff. Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't. It's a tomb. Leave no trace. But, like, it's very interesting. Exactly. Like, yeah. you, this is huge. You'd never refer to a, someone who's passed on as a tart. No. You, even if your auntie Dimflin was a bit whatever. Yeah, no, you wouldn't, no. You know, don't disrespect the dead. Or the MC. <laughs> you know? And apparently the reason Olivia was, was gone from the jungle, she had a medical issue, she had to leave the... Sanctuary of the bubble because they, they were in isolation. She wanted to come back, and they said, No, you can't now because you could have caught it when you're out there. So that's the reason you get kicked off the jungle. Seems a little bit over the top. But if she's if she left the bubble, but she was on screen with some of the other contestants, or did they shoot that a while ago? Uh, the intro, the first yeah. night, ah, that's done a few days beforehand. Yeah, that's all out. But she was there. hanging around with Chris Moyles, no? Yeah, so but Chris Moyles is also out of the bubble then. No, but she she wouldn't have left whatever was her issue. I don't think she left until maybe Sunday slash early Monday. Now they're just being super cautious with this bubble thing in case. Why couldn't they just do a PCR? I love you on her and then <laughs> let her in. I don't know. Be grand, like. Is it the real reason? Is it? Yeah. Shapels. Anyway, she could go back in in a week, but they say, no, that's, that's too late then. You're grand now. Yeah, she's all about Matt Hancock. Hello, Harry. Late night talking. All right. All right. I just got the brief into the world of Harry Potter there by mistake. And now I'm back out of it again. I'm back into the world of Harry Styles. So for a bit of Ricky Wilson is very, very uh, upset. He says he's left fans down with a chaotic performance on Saturday. He was doing a gig in the uh, O2 Arena. In London. There's still called the O2. We've got the three. But ours used to be called the O2. That's not confusing at all. So, um, this is with his band, is it? Uh, well, his fans have been begging him to maybe take time out and go into one of those places that kind of sort you out for a little while. Oh, no. Is he uh, having trouble? Yeah. I, I think he used to have trouble with some fizzies and then he was grand for a long time. Yeah, he was, yeah. And now he might be in a little bit of trouble with the fizzies again. Oh, no. So, obviously, I had a gig now because people bring phones, although not to a Bob Dylan gig, but to other gigs. Uh, you 
get your phone covered up, but not here. So there's loads of videos and pictures, and he doesn't look well, and it's it's gone gone around this morning. And so what, what's the band again? Kaiser Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs. I couldn't. I can never Ruby, remember Ruby, the name Ruby. of that band. Great band. Great band. Great when, songs. When he's on form, he's a great frontman. Yeah. Uh, was it? What was the modern? It was obviously Ruby Ruby. There was I Predict a Riot. Yeah. Although he used to shout I Predict a Diet at Wayne Rooney when he was playing. That used to be the song for him. Seems a little bit unfair now in today's world. So uh, he he'd had a couple of drinks before the performance, had he? Yeah, he said uh, the mistake was a result of old drinking habits. I don't, I don't want to make any lame excuses. I've met some challenges in this life I've led and I've stayed on top of them with the support I've always had around me and I made a mistake on Saturday night at the O2 when I relied on old drinking habits and uh, I apologise to fans and people close to me who I've uh, made very upset. From the various performers I've spoken to ever, most of them say they don't like to have a drink pre-show. Shout out to Lewis Capaldi. Well, I don't even think he would have a drink pre-show, well, does he? Does he? Well, Malahide, <laughs> he may have been observed. Really? But you see, Lewis, and a few weeks ago he came out and said that he suffers from Tourette's. So he actually probably, to take the, take the edge off, may not have wanted to do it, but maybe felt he had to. So, like, I was, I remember seeing someone recently enough, they don't like flying. And they don't, I don't think they even wanted to be on the vino that they were drinking, but it took the edge off. Yeah, because there's medication you can take as well, just to take the edge off. That might work better, yeah. That might work better. But uh, Ricky, of course, was on The Voice for a good few years as well. Is he still on the... No, he moved no, on, no. didn't he? Yeah, but he was on that. So. He was on for years, yeah. Yeah, now the fans weren't being nasty about him at all. They were like, it was from a place of care. But, you know, there's, yeah. it still goes on social media. So that's how uh, it, it gets everywhere. So he'll hopefully be all right. Someone will take him aside. Yeah. It's always good to have people like that. Also, great news if you're a fan of Bad Sisters. I know you are as well. Yeah, very and good. And uh, Ma Noble is as well. Ma Noble is, yeah. Ma Noble. Still don't know how she got Apple TV Plus, but there you go, she you, has it. You get onto your Ma Noble today now and say, Ma. I say she's seen it already. What? She reads all these, she all these RSVPs, dollies. Okay. And all these other dollies. She's on that. And if you're, if you're a television presenter in Ireland, yeah. I get told about you. Okay. And I say to her, but you're, why are you... Like, she'll read the things, but then give out about the people in the things. Well, that's what Maz do. So, like, let's say it's Vogue. See that one Vogue Williams, like, the state. I'm like, if it annoys you, why are you reading it? What's she giving out about? I, there was nothing specific. I can't remember. Well, like, they had a story, you were away uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the story was, and it's not Vogue's fault, but it's, the story was that she was in Knock Airport and she liked the sweets there. Right. That was the story. I wouldn't have thought they have Toblerone in Knock Airport. It was, no, it was not. They, they had a very good sweet selection. She, could, she was happy with the selection. What was she doing Knock? It only goes to Lourdes. She was on her way somewhere else. Probably a private jet. She was visiting somebody maybe, uh, or filming something. Was anyone else's mad? Or DJ, she, probably DJ. She could have been DJ in a Knock Airport. She might have been opening a new uh, statue of the Virgin Mary. There you go. That, that's There's something I watch. Anyway, the good news, and your ma probably knows about it already, is... She probably does. Bad Sisters is coming back for season two. Now, I don't want to do any spoilers, but... Where are they going to, like, my first there, thought was... There's no spoilers. The, the, what happens in Bad Sisters, they tell you at the very beginning. I know, but maybe you haven't even seen the first episode. Well, they tell you in all the promotions. So, like, if you watch Graham Norton, you know what happens. It's so like will five sisters who kill a guy. Will the next season be the sisters getting caught? Because at the end of the first season, you kind of feel like they've so got away with it. It's based on a Swedish or Danish TV show. And it, that was one series, and it was like pretty much like an Irish version of that. So it's the, that uh-huh. show adapted for here, 
and they only did one series of that. But the popularity of this must have made them all go, oh my God, we have to get these five back in so a row. So someone else made that then, how, did Sh- how is Sharon Horgan the writer? Did she write that one too? They adapted it, yeah, so it's only exactly the same. Okay. It's, it's, uh, five, five sisters, dark comedy, five sisters in Danish. There was who kill a really bad lad. Right. And, uh, and it's funny and very weird and everything. But series two must be about the investigation then. Yeah, they, I mean... Obviously, the insurance thing, you think that's sorted, but maybe now it won't be. Sharon Horgan said unless they could find some way to do a really good season two, they wouldn't do it. I get that. You don't want to ruin it. And, like, in fairness, she is... The the quality of her work is right up there. Everything she does, magic. How do they all have such nice houses? That's that's one thing. And also, the log cabin towards the end of the season, because a lot of the Dublin mountains are quite recognisable, but where is that log cabin? I want to go for a walk there. If anyone knows... This is the log... Oh, okay, in the woods. This is the log in the woods. Yeah, you want to have a go with that, do you? Well, I, yeah, just for a walk, like. Oh, just, I, you, I like those... You don't want of, to go inside it? I, I don't think it's there. I, I'd say that's just like... That was oh, just a set. set. Okay, right. I also know. wondered how the guards got there so quickly as well. It was all a bit like... You want to go for a walk in that woods? Yeah. You going to bring your camera? No, probably the dog. The dog and the camera? No, not the camera. I don't bring the dog on the camera. Balaclava. It's either one Did or the other. you not hide on a beach and take pictures of, of celebrities before? What? You popped up and said, hey, do you work for the electricities of Liveboard? I think you're confusing me with another colleague. All right, sorry. Did <laughs> you not get tape? talking to a guy who worked for the ESB and complimented him on his trousers? What? On a beach one morning. I didn't compliment him on his trousers. He didn't he work said, for the ESB. Today, stickers I said, say you get a lot of action, do you? No. I, I said he looked like he could have killed you. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. And he had a big husky. Yeah. <laughs> there was no camera involved and it wasn't the woods. No, but there, there's been cameras involved with some other things. There you, haven't been cameras. You were cameras. taking a picture. Well, you're not taking a picture and somebody came in and said, what are you doing in my garden? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm only messing. I'm only messing. You're making me paranoid now. Maybe there was, was there? I, I, no, I am only, I'm only joking. I anyway, like, Bad Sisters 2 is happening. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Not sure when's happening. And by the way... It'll, well, Did the, you have a shovel with you? No. It's on the beach. No. Well, hide. It's a metal detector. Metal detector. <laughs> no, I don't know one of them either. I went to see Matilda last night. Right, it's Matilda the musical. Emma yes. Thompson, uh, Stephen Graham from Line of Duty and so much more. He's the da. Yes. Right, and Alicia Weir, a little girl from Dublin, not just from Dublin, she's from Knock Line. I mean, how more specific can I get? She is That's Matilda. your hood, isn't it? Uh, well, I hung around there, yeah. It's close enough. Yeah, so I would go there on my bike. Is she good? She's excellent. Of course she is. She was there last night. She introduced the film. I'm sure she was kind of nervous. She gave a little bit of advice to people that might want to uh, get into the similar footsteps. And then, so I was asked, Dad, do you think she'll... Is she watching the film? I said, no, no, she's gone home now. Exit the film at the end. She's waiting to meet everybody and thanked them for coming. Star quality there. And it was my first experience of a little person being a little bit starstruck. Can I say hi to her? I was like, yeah, yeah, go on. So she did, and there was a high back. Uh-huh. Anyway, at the start of the film, because I'm in movies at Dundrum, and if you've ever been to movies at any of them, you'll notice that Jim Jim and myself come on to warn you about turning your phone on silent, showing you where the fire exit are, all those things. I keep forgetting about it, and then like it pops up before. Oh, we, like we, we jump out of the screen. I go to the Dundrum one, and I keep forgetting it's coming, it's coming up, so and I have to say, shh. Every say. time it happens, I carry then into my seat, because I know it's coming. That's you! Shh! Daddy! Shh! Shh, stop. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jim Jim and Abby from the Strawberry. <laughs> Please listen to our announcement. So and uh, the, uh, every time I've been there, the uh, turn your phone off, you're a clown. 
always gets a bit of a titter. Don't kick the back of my chair. Yeah. So at the back of the chair. So I this this is come on. It's about it's about five to ten seconds into the announcement, just before Matilda starts. And this lady swings around in her seat, and I go, "Oh God, here we go!" And I'm just about to say, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." You're not. I, I thought she was going to say something about, "Oh my God, that's you, Nobby," or so. I don't know. Like, listen to the show. There was a little girl beside me on my right. I don't know who she was, but she was with her mammy and out with her sisters or her friends. She was having a good night. She's just been a kid. She must have tapped the chair in front of her a couple of times with her foot. Oh, no. So, the really grumpy woman in front of me was turning around to say, could you ask that child to stop kicking the back of my chair? <laughs> and I thought she was turning around to go, oh my God, Navi, yeah, I'll, I'll get you a cuddle mug, i have one in the car. Yeah, I don't man. have one in the car. No, of course not. So I actually got my eye, I said, well, you have to ask her mammy, because uh, that child's not with me. Oh, good one. You know? You should say that about your own kids. Yeah. <laughs> They're not mine. I'm just here to enjoy Matilda like you. You have to ask their mammy because that child's not with me. Dad, shut up. So I was like, I'm not telling someone else's child to stop kicking the back of someone else's chair. Yeah. I I thought she'd say it to the mother. She just said it to the poor kid. Oh no, you don't go directly to the kid. That's a bit "Ah, scary. Come on, she's here to enjoy Matilda. Will you leave her alone? I'm sure she'll stop. So that incident nearly, well, it wasn't going to go anywhere, but you know what I mean. I for a moment, I thought. Ah, fan of the show. Well, now, I did hear a great story. And I'm not, not. not going to say who it was. You know who it was. Just don't say it, though, okay? It's not fair. Okay. We we've, we've only one person. It's about signing a docket. Yeah, so somebody was buying something in a warehouse, you know. It was uh, tiles, Jim. Tiles or garden fence, whatever. And No, no, it was definitely they, tiles. They were handed a docket. You know the and bit that is yellow and then you peel it off and it goes white. It, you sign it. You know one of them. You sign for them. <laughs> this person, uh, we're not saying who. A said, national television and radio presenter said, "Thanks very much. Thanks for listening." <laughs> <laughs> and they, go, they were looking. They were like, "What?" They forgot to sign the. the thanks invoice. for listening. No, they must. They must get so much. Thanks for listening. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, they get yeah, asked yeah. all the time. I, I, I said they get more. How much? So uh, go see Matilda. It's out on the twenty fifth of November. It'll be in the cinema. It's great. Yeah, it's very good. It'll be in the cinema before Netflix. So you know you can't beat the big screen. But uh, Alicia is brilliant. Um, she had to go off and, and uh, she did a lot of auditions over Zoom and then she got the call two weeks later to say you got the gig that's fantastic um, isn't it she's uh, amazing very very good and uh, if you think it's Matilda for the 2022 20, world and everything is a bit PC yeah there's a scene where Emma Thompson she's the trunchbull uh, she gets she doesn't like pigtails so she gets one of the students by the pigtails and it's, it's Roald Dahl you can't no you can't yeah. really change Roald Dahl there are bits where you kind of go oh my god I can't believe they're still doing that yeah. in a good way so you should go see it when's it out? 25th of November ok don't kick at the back of the chair definitely turn your phone off so we're looking at what happened on the, in the jungle last night now I, I was telling you a few times there that you, ha- you haven't caught it because you've been too busy yeah but but let me you give you the but the, the initial tune-in on Sunday night was the one of the highest they've ever had. Right, OK. So uh, the headline this morning is COVID rules sent Olivia packing. Uh, um, Olivia Atwood basically, she had to go for, there was something that needed to be checked or something medically. She was all right, like, but she had to leave the camp. Because she left the camp, she left the bubble. And, and they can't they, risk it because they just yeah. can't risk it after, you yeah. know. They've all been in quarantine for two weeks or whatever. Nobody wants to go back to Wales. No, 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 offense. no, 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 no offense, Wales. Oh, it's much better in Australia. And Matt Hancock is going in, which is putting He's people there, off. Yeah. Uh, you know, people aren't too keen on on him because 
um, well, for because reasons. And yeah, because uh, reasons. But uh, interesting enough, I was looking at the amount of likes that that post of him going in got on the jungle's official Instagram, and there's lots. People will watch it. People will make him eat stuff. Oh yeah, oh, he'll, but, be, he'll be voted. It'll be it, Matt. It might be you. There'll be lots of that. But yeah. Yeah, but if I was getting what does he get four hundred thousand pounds sterling? Yeah, sterling. Yeah, show me the show me the the witchetty grubs. Bring it on now, Babatunde. Who's not a fan of heights at all? He's really not, but he's very likable. Like he's just a, he's he's a civilian. He's a normal dude who was on Celebrity Goggle Box, and I think that will stand to him as well. Yes, man of the people. He battled to win uh, uh, with wind and rain in uh, last night's. Horrifying Heights trial it was very high, and he got all the stars. Here we oh, go. Oh man, that's amazing! <laughs> well done. Come in, Baba Tunde. <laughs> yes. Well done. Well done. <laughs> How does that feel? What is it? Relief? Elation? I can't believe I did that. I'm I'm proud of myself. Oh, I, I was punching the air so much. This whole left sleeve <laughs> is dripping wet compared to my right sleeve. Look at that. Oh, um, so, you. how did it feel when you were up there? I kept saying to myself, you are crazy. <laughs> like, how, like, to go up on that second ledge was, yeah. I was just like, no, this is not real. And not only that, I mean, you're 100 foot in the air, you had to get the stars, but the weather. <laughs> oh, listen, how do you think the rest of camp will take the news when you walk in there and say, you've got a full house? They are going to be over the moon. Of course they will. So, Owen, who's the new Joey Essex. Yeah. Not the sharpest tool. He is only 23, in fairness, so. Yeah, well, yeah. he's been locked up for the he last. He can't couple know years. everything. Exactly. So Chris is keeping this joke up. That Chris Moyles told him that he was a really successful dancer. Ballroom <laughs> was on Strictly. So he's no idea who Chris Moyles is. Or he wouldn't. No. Really. Okay. So then Owen asks him, "Can you can you teach me a few moves?" He goes, "Yeah, no. of, course, of course I will. Of course I will." Oh, that's brilliant. So he's keeping this joke up, and now uh, Jill is joined in on the on the joke. So he still has no clue. What they actually really do. What was the style, um, dance style again? <laughs> For the snakes. So there were mixed styles. Yeah. So in the first year, I did the salsa and the foxtrot. <laughs> no way. Hey, it must have been good for you to have won. The, the final year, I did Charleston, which I was... Oh, I love a Charleston. Quick. We should totally I do a Charleston. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not really weapon. quick. It's like when you do all that stuff with your knees. It's very much like... Come and show us your Charleston, Chris. Some people here are actually so talented. <laughs> so I've never... This, this is a genius move by Chris Moyles. I've never seen anyone do something that's... It's not even, it's not even nasty. It's so fun. Now, when he, when he finishes saying a piece to the camera and Chris's eyes just kind of dart around, he's like, am I, am I still getting away with this? But he, uh, I hope it gets right to the end of his, his time in the jungle and they t- he finds out he's not a dancer without a deck. That would be just gold. He will get a, he'll get an offer of restricting now off the back of this or something. Moyles. The BBC will op- welcome him to, back with open arms. to make him, yes. There's, there's probably a little plan there. Now, and then George, boy George, is very, very sassy. He's already given well, about the food. That was, that was always on the cards. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's already tensions. I thought if Olivia had a state, I thought himself and her I actually thought that's the reason she was gone. I thought they'd had a big row. So there is tensions between uh, Charlene and Boy George. Charlene's very controlling. She tells you what to do and it really rubs you up the wrong way. I know it's that Jamaican woman in her that she likes to make sure she's got the controls, that everything's going to be good and everything's going to be fine. But I think in here, you just can't have that control. Um, so I think it would be quite nice if at some point somebody else could maybe take the lead in that respect. I'll get over it, it's fine, because she's very sweet as well, so that's kind of contradiction, it's a real contradiction. 
there's like this controlling side, then there's this really caring side, and it's kind of, it confuses me. It might be good to say to people, right, you do this today. It'd be nice because otherwise I'm going to feel like I'm not doing anything. Okay. I want to win stars. That's my main thing. I'm going to do everything I can to get stars because that would well, be a really good. Sure. We can, I we want can. to contribute. No, of course. He's, he's uh, going to have a big round with someone. And isn't Babatunde the greatest name yeah. you've ever Aleshe. heard? And isn't it, isn't it great that Babatunde didn't short? I hope his, his mates don't short Bab. to Babs or Babs. Uh, Maybe they do. B. BT or whatever it is. Babatunde, that's just great. And Aleshe actually sounds like a word in Irish. It's like, yeah. can we adopt him? Um, so, I uh, is there anything in that theory that, I mean, the, the biggest, it was 10 million or something watched at the opening, um, but are you a jungle regular and are you in again this year or is there something about it? Just curious. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. Euro. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Karen, have you had your breakfast? Not yet. What are you going to have, Karen? The most exciting thing on the planet, probably a bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Cornflakes, Karen. <laughs> Don't knock it. It's classic. Would you go for the real, like the Kellogg's, or do you go for an L other brand? Kellogg's. Some say some brands of cereal, the cheaper ones, they're not bad. They're the same. No, I can taste the difference. I can't tell. <laughs> Special K is one of the ones you have to get Kellogg's, apparently. Mm. Okay. If you do want to send us in a breakfast cereal, though, that's as good as the more expensive full brand version, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh. So, Karen, uh, do you want 1,000 euro? Course, I would. Have you ever won anything before, Karen? No. Nothing in your Nothing. life. No, no. What about somebody's no, heart? No, no. Have you ever won somebody's heart? I think I've I broke a few. Are you lucky oh, in love? Say you have. <laughs> you sound like a heartbreaker. Listen to that laugh. <laughs> That's the last thing you'd hear. She slams the door, Nobby. Would, would you Would you be known around the Eastwall area, Karen, for just walking around? Like, would they know um, you? I'd know a few people already. Yeah. 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 Right. Right, Karen. We had. Uh, very close. We got a nine yesterday. Oh, God. Yeah, it was a nurse. Do you reckon you can do it, Karen? No, I have no faith in myself, but I'm going to try my best. Okay. Let's start. I'm noticing the trend. It's an Irish thing, I think. Ross Lair is in which county? Ross Common. Moves Like Jagger was a hit for what band? Did you mean to say bland, Jim? I did, actually, yeah. Uh, I I'm in the moves it. like Jagger. Ooh. Yeah, you know it. Oh, Steve Aguilera is on it with them. Come on. And Real five. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is Michael McIntyre most famous for? Oh, McIntyre. Uh, racing. What? A car racing. Because he has tire in his name. <laughs> <laughs> What does T- Formula One race in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does TBC stand for? Sorry, I can't hear you say that again. What does TBC? TBC. Thomas, Brendan, Charlie. Yeah, I was going to say that. What? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I don't, you don't know. know. Okay. True or false? The first Apple iPad was released in 2010. False. Charles is the king now, but who is next in line to be king? William. You knew that, didn't you? What TV show features the animal lover Carol Baskin? Oh, Tiger King. Justin Bieber appeared in what Latin American hit in 2017? With Louis Fonz or something. Don't know. Well, I do know this Which one. American singer stars as Ali in the 2018 film A Star Is Born? Uh, um, um, yeah, Come on, Karen. I told you I'm no good. Um, Lady Gaga. And what, man, what man's name? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I didn't see the film. <laughs> Why did you enter this quiz? You got that right, though. <laughs> I didn't. It was Lady Gaga. <laughs> what man's name is another name for the Academy Awards? Oh. Do you want a clue? I don't know. He, he, he also lives in a dustbin on Sesame Street. You know, the, the Academy Awards, the movie awards. It's, yeah. a, it's a man's name. I think Max Branning had a son called this as well. In EastEnders. I don't know who the man was, though. There's a statue of a famous writer. Goldfella. Dublin. Sits on a on black a plinth thing. He's a wild fella. Wild. It's O in the uh, alphabet for the police. Oscar. Oscar! Yay! Yay! Man, the uh, hardest clue got it. <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> Oscar Charlie. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karen. You're right, Karen. No one can ever say Karen's on no crack again after this. <laughs> oh, God. Right, look. You, you had a bit of a ropey start, but you pulled it back together. You got five in the end, right? Ah, uh, that's better than I thought I was going to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, Wexford. Which five, though? Ross Lair's in Wexford. Right. And right. I knew that Ross Lair Moves Like Jagger is the hit for the bland Maroon 5. I wouldn't have got that. Michael McIntyre is not a Formula 1 driver. No. He's a comedian. (laughs) You know, the fellow with the black fringe. (laughs) If you're ever looking for something funny, definitely funny, Michael McIntyre uh, trying to leave the house with children is one of the funniest YouTube clips you'll see. see He's got floppy hair. He's a Spurs fan. Do do you know what else you know when you hear it? Despacito. Des and Keith, though, we had a version. Um, we must play it. The iPad, the iPad was released in 2010. Ah. TBC is to be confirmed. 
Oh, I knew that. Yeah, Tiger King, Prince William. So you got the others right. So you get five today, Karen. And we had laughs. We had laughs. Yeah, we had laughs. Grand to laughs. all there, McDonald's. Get yourself an L Mac Fluffy or whatever they do. <laughs> what is a Mac Fluffy? Mac Flurry. Right. Flurry. Right. My Fluffy's a totally different thing. Right. I'll get you one for Christmas. Okay. Thanks, Karen. Cheers. Thanks, Mel. Bye. See you now. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. CEPMooney.ie. So, we brought you the great news that Bad Sisters is coming back for a second series. I don't know when that'll be, but hopefully soon. I don't know if they turn it around by next year, but you never know. A lot of pressure to do it. Uh, get, in, uh, get in the sea is what they were all shouting because they did so many jumping into the 40 foot. Oh, yeah. Get in the sea for season two. Jenna Coleman has revealed there will be another season of Netflix show Sandman, if you're a fan. Uh, when asked when they were going to start filming, here's what she said. See, this is when I became speechless because I'm instantly <laughs> terrified I will get in any form of trouble by saying anything. But it has been renewed for a second series, which is um, great and great for Sandman fans spoilers? out there. Spoilers no spoilers to share. No, Suddenly I've speechless. Right. Shakira is moving to America after sealing a deal with uh, her ex... Wasn't she not? Was this tax man in Spain not coming after her? Did she live in Spain? Yeah, somewhere like that, yeah. I thought she was from Colombia or somewhere. Somewhere hot. Well, she was somewhere around here. I think she was doing the job. And they were like, hey, yo, there's a load of tax money. And I think she's doing a legger. Oh. May not be an official leg- a legger, you that. know what I mean? Uh, Drake says he watches social media to see what they have to say about him and his new music. And uh, his new music out last Friday with 21 Savage. And the songs are uh, called Her Loss. Here's what he said about uh, social media. I know I'm going to be up all night looking at tweets. <laughs> like, oh, looking at just what people got to say. I feel like that's how you know you got something special. Like, even with my last album, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to look at what they say because this is really just for me and for, like, my own experience. But this one, I'm like, I got to see what they're saying. He'd love what we were saying about him. He would have liked that. I hope he, I hope he gets uh, tweets about us. And uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan signed a two-movie deal with Netflix earlier this year. She'll star in two Christmas movies. The first is out this year. The second will be filmed in Ireland. She's been here. Yeah. She was here for a good bit of the summer, actually. And uh, that'll be out next year. I get the, um, Lindsay, what day is it? Mm-hmm. And then I always fall for it. You like, it's, uh, it's October 3rd. Oh, my gosh. Do you have to do it to me every time? <laughs> two of the child actors you'll see in The Crown, which is out from today, is Teddy Hawley, who plays Harry. And he's kind of like Harry. He could definitely play Ed Sheeran. But okay. his older brother, Timothy Sambar, is the spits of William. It's very good, isn't it? It's very good kid. casting. Very good. Um, Have you seen the fellow who plays Andrew? No. There's, there's a role you don't really want to be playing, but the guy who's playing him is the spits of him. It's ridiculous. It's like they just found his little brother or something. It's mad. I wonder is he in it for much. He in yeah. it for much, Andrew. Uh, and Dominic West obviously plays Charles. I've not really seen the similarities there. Dominic West? Yeah. No. Like that little Dominic older fellow who goes in and chases builders who've ripped off people. He, he looks more <laughs> like a little bossy fella. Charles he doesn't look like Dominic West no. at all. It's a bit weird. Like the others, I can totally see it. It's strange. It's like Charles said, you can't do it unless you have somebody really good looking play me. <laughs> and they went, all right, we'll get Dominic West. Like man from The Wire. Okay, yeah, that'll do. Totally different hair. Doesn't have totally different heads. Totally different head, yeah. Well, he doesn't look like a taxi with the doors open. Betty he gets the weather right, though, Jim. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Someone put out the, the washing for their missus for the first time ever. And now it's to take it back in. Well, that just shows you how reliable I normally am. <laughs>
So um, I had an incident there recently, Nobby. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I got I got a pair of shoes. Right. Right. Uh, runners now or shoes or what? Uh, runners, yeah, runners. Yeah, uh, runners. Uh, Nikes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't that expensive. They're not always. They don't always have to be. And they have to buy something from LeBron James, like they're grand and and uh, they're fine. Everything's grand. Very comfortable. Yeah. Everything's great. So I'm walking around and then uh, the other day last week. I noticed that I could hear giggling. And uh, the people I was with were walking with me and they were laughing. And I said, what's so funny? Laughing at you, like? Well, I didn't know what they were laughing at. I said, what's, what's so funny? And they were like... Well, you make people giggle all the time. They said, uh, you're a bit squeaky. <laughs> went, what do you mean I'm squeaky? And they went, listen to your feet. You hadn't noticed? No. I was like... In, like Oh, Jim. I was in the city centre. It was, it was loud. It was cars. So they all noticed, but you didn't notice. I didn't notice until they said it. And then when they said it, I was like, oh, God, well, what's the story there? I was like, did they get wet or something? Or what's going on? And, mm. and like, none of my other shoes do this, right? None right. of my other runners. Nothing, no, no other runners do this. And is this squeak, does it come and go? Is it, is it no. constant? And so you know the way sometimes you walk along and you might have one squeak out of a, sh- out of a runner? Yeah, if if you got being if you're walking on grass and then you walk on, you know, it was great for. Do you remember in the school floors that kind of stuff that they could polish? Yes, you could definitely squeak on them. Well, you, but you might get one shoe that's a little bit squeaky, or one runner that's a little bit squeaky, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't get both of them squeaking exactly the same. No, so I don't know what's making them squeak. So then I put them on yesterday, and uh, in the morning I'm walking around. Going, uh, I must tell Nobby about this because these are the squeaky ones, and they weren't squeaking. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh, they've lost their squeak. Maybe it must have been when they're wet. And then they started squeaking yesterday as I was leaving. So I recorded myself in the car park downstairs. Lovely, lovely. And I don't know if this will do it justice, but this is what... You sound like my, as you walk. My, my squeak sounds like as I walk through the car park. In the car park, there's noise down there too. So have a listen. There we go. Yeah. Little farts. Little farts. It sounds like you're going. It's it's kind of embarrassing. Then I noticed that people were kind of looking at me going, that's that guy squeaking. (laughs) And when you're walking somewhere quiet, it's really, really obvious. (laughs) It sounds like you're just trumping as you're going. (laughs) So I don't know what the story is. So I think there's a, there's kind of rubber there's a kind of rubber thing on the sole of them that gets caught in an air bubble or something and then makes this little. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, I'm telling you, I'm, then I notice that people are noticing it. Of course and they, they are. Going, they're thinking it's, you're being really rude. That doesn't walking. do it justice. It's it's actually much louder than that. <sighs> it's a very long walk to the car. It was well, you know, every day, do you? Well, I was doing. I was walking slower to show you. Must be great for the steps. <laughs> what like? Can you send them back? There's something wrong there. Well, there's nothing wrong with them. They're, they're fine. Well, and when, well, you put them on, when you put them on at the beginning of the day, they're grand. <coughs> now, they're, <coughs> they're brand new, <coughs> so maybe <coughs> it's just, you know, some thing. You, you have to unsqueak them in. No, yeah, walk them in. But, but I've never, I've had a squeak before, but never like th- that kind of, like you walk on Lino across someone's kitchen floor and it's like, oh, you, you wouldn't never rob a bank. <coughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. But this is all the time. <coughs> I'd, I'd <coughs> have to stop wearing them. So now, even like yesterday, after this, I was walking somewhere and it was, it was quite quiet. I started walking on the kind of the sides of my feet to try and make it not happen. Well, that's not going to be good if you're going to get no, sore ankles. I, I know, that. yeah. But so I, was like, <laughs> I was trying to at least not have a... And even if it was just... It, doesn't, it actually doesn't sound like runners. It really does sound like 
something else. But if it was one foot, it'd be fine. But yeah, the fact both. that it's two. And is it just that surface or is it everywhere? No, everywhere. So once they meet concrete. No, anywhere. Any, once once they warm up or whatever it is. That's like you're being followed by a duck. It does look. Air, air bubble could be burst. Could my air bubbles be burst? Yeah, it could be. Okay, right. But it'd be unusual that both of them are. Yeah. Did you buy them off a dodgy website? No, 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 not at all. And they're very comfortable and they don't feel like they're bursted. My last two pairs of Nike have been so squeaky. It's mortifying okay. on the f- corridors and work. Right. And that's okay. from Jen. So, you know, ladies, well, yeah, la- you know, lads might laugh that off. Ladies would Imagine be me and Jen going for a walk down the pier. Oh. <laughs> How are you, Jen? Sound Can't like you both been on the curry for a week. No, it doesn't really sound like a They're fire. not sneakers. They're squeakers. They're squeakers. Take the day off. That's what squeaky clean. My daughter's calling me squeaky clean. Here comes squeaky. She says, <laughs> "I get called hummus." And they're laughing. I hum in my sleep, but they're laughing. You you hump in your sleep? No, hummus. They call. I'm called hummus. <laughs> Here's hummus. Jason says they're not, yeah. Jason, take the day off. They're not sneakers. They're squeakers. squeakers. Jason, I'm mortal for you. Just play a bit of that again. Burn them. I I go oh, back. Yeah, I think they might have to go. I, I, Sean has the you, same problem. They're going to have to. They have this kind of rubbery thing on the sole of it. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> They're grand, like other than that. Other than the fact that people can hear me from 50 yards. Here's Jim. Here's Here Jim. Here comes the squeaks. <laughs> it sounds like somebody messing. It sounds like clown shoes. <laughs> so yeah, they might. You might never see them on me. If anyone has any advice how to sort this out, please, or have you had the similars? <laughs> I think. I think they might be getting a. Is there someone listening in a lifestyle or whatever who can recommend how to get rid of this sound? <laughs> Is it a thing? Is there a bad batch? So many questions. No, I didn't buy them there. People are trying to guess where I bought them now. I, but sure, that doesn't no, matter. Very way. reputable, very reputable. Very uh, bought loads of shoes from them. They're all grand. Whatever shoe place you buy them in Ireland, they're not made here, so it's yeah. They're all coming from the same place. Just those particular ones are squeaky. This is very, very cool. This is very cool indeed. So I'm not sure how far away um, Cornwall is as the crow flies from Dublin, but it can't be that far. Cornwall, yeah, like it's nearly directly opposite Rosslare. Yeah, a little bit further down. So the captain of this is a lady called Dale Alexander. She's only twenty nine, right? And basically, Britain are getting ready to do their first ever rocket launch to where? To Cornwall? Well, up to space. Oh, <laughs> no. from London to Cornwall. <laughs> so it's going to take off from uh, Newquay. So they've gone from the from the Mojave to. A, a far wetter place that's been the challenges for them to launch the rocket so what? The, so they don't they don't have like one of those what, what are the, those things in Florida like the space centres yeah like the thing that actually shoots it up right so what they're going to do the launch pad the launch pad that's the word I'm thinking of so it's a virgin thing get for ready for the launch Richard Branson virgin thing he's obviously obsessed oh, right, with, yeah. with space either you buy Twitter or you know most people you buy a Harley or something like that or start wearing leather jackets they, just, they, they, they buy social media companies or go to space. <laughs> so what's going to happen is they're going to get a, an, an old Boeing 747 with, from Virgin. Yeah. They're going to attach the rocket to the left wing of the plane. Yeah, this, grand. And this is going to fly over all our heads now, lads, right? Yep. They're going to detach the rocket from the left wing of the plane once it reaches a certain height and then it will blast off into space. That's the plan anyway. And is it going to be mad? Is it the, this, this lady, 29, is going to be in it? She's one of the crew, yeah. She's the, uh, she's the lead launch engineer. 
The mission is called Start Me Up. I think all the all the uh, Virgin planes of song titles, all names after something or whatever. Stone, well, it's a Stone song, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and she said that they've been enjoying the delays, so they had to tether things down because the wind was too bad. The rain has been really bad, but she said they've been enjoying uh, visiting the pubs of Cornwall. Yeah, well, I'd enjoy them uh, uh, to the fullest, just in case. Could be your last point. I don't know. So left wing of a plane. I don't know. Like, I'd rather go in style, maybe with NASA or yeah. some of the other. Yeah, Richard Branson. Astronauts around the, the world know. to do it, you know. Japan have a pretty good good one, don't they? Um yeah, Russia. I, I think any of those places will be will be safer. But like attached to a plane and then just dropped off, like, <laughs> drop you off the end of your road, like no, you're grand. <laughs> so they've relocated from California to New King Cornwall last month, and uh, the the plane itself is called Cosmic Girl, and the mission oh, wow. is the mission is called uh, Start Me Up. All song titles. So yeah. can you go and watch the launch? Well, of course we can, because there's a young fella on TikTok, and he does when there's bits of rockets that fall off. Yeah. He live talks about it. He live streams. Are bits meant to fall off? Yeah, yeah. So when you know when a rocket goes into space, a bit a chunk falls off. Oh yeah. Sometimes it goes into space and burns. Other times it comes through the atmosphere and comes back in. It lands in the sea. Generally, nobody cares. So they've, they've hopefully, planned, well, they've planned it out. Like they yeah. know what they're doing most yeah. of the time, except when they attach to an aircraft. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the left wing of an aircraft. But there was one that was coming in from uh, a Chinese um, rocket. Okay. And there was a big chunk of it coming in, and he said, "Like this is going to fly over Spain." And then it's going to come around again. And he said, it's more than likely going to land in the sea. But he said, and people were watching and watching this live stream of where the bit of the rocket was going to fall. Right. And they're all watching it like a thing. Well, you would. Well, yeah. For lots of reasons. Well, I watched it for about 30 seconds and then I was, I was off. But some In- people watch it all day. Including when it bang off the roof of me. Gaff. So definitely people of Wexford. I'd, I'd watch that. There's no date. Like they're, they're... What do you mean definitely the people of Wexford? Well, this thing. Richard Branson now will be in touch with you. He'll like, say, first of all... The people are Wexford are fine. I'm no air... Dogs. I'm no aviation, aviation engineer, clearly, for lots of reasons. But, like, there's extra weight on the left-hand side of the plane. There's a rocket attached to it, right? So they must have to balance it with a fake rocket on the other side. What do they? they do, yeah? Or do they put loads of people on the right-hand side of the plane when they're taking off? How do they do that? Do they put <sighs> big buckets of water into it? And then on. he probably sells tickets to be on the plane to watch the I rocket go well, off. Maybe, yeah, because um, the normal, the, the 747 will just land then. So and What are they going into space for, if you don't mind me asking? Ah, just Britain. Just Britain? Yeah, wanting to take over things again. All right. Uh, no, I think it's just, to, you know, space ex- exploration, just to see, like, th- this obviously never happens this side of the world. So they're just going to go cool. up, do a couple of orbits, come back down? Yeah, go up for lunchtime, back down by, by dinner, I'd say. It's going for the equivalent for a Sunday drive then. Kind of a very, right, yeah. very expensive experiment. You're going but for a spin up to space for the afternoon, yeah. Because, because of the weather, they have to keep cancelling it, so they don't actually have an official date, but it will happen soon <laughs> and it will fly over Ireland and maybe stay indoors on that day. Oh. Dish the dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. Now, spare thought for Crossy, he flew to London last night, got absolutely lashed out of it. Excuse me, he got lashed out of it, the rain. All right. <laughs> it was, did you not see the Instagram posts? No, was it raining in London? Were you not keeping an eye on F no. and social media channels? No, I was watching Matilda. All right, I was, so it's really, he was really standing good. and it was torrential, torrential. Right. And there he was with his microphone in hand and he spoke to the stars of The Crown. Imelda Staunton takes on the role of the Queen in The Crown. She talks about playing the character, especially her voice. A husband and I. You, you want, <laughs> excuse me, the voice to be right and hopefully not to, you know, it's not a 
an impression as such. It's, it's a fine line, and that's the challenge, is to make them real people, which of course they are. This is Imelda Staunton doing it, not Olivia Colman, not Claire Foy. I have to do my version. And so, you know, I just have to make it my own without it being too much me. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good and challenging, and it's an absolute privilege, honest to God. It really is. Ah, there's lots of... Oh. Oh. Can you, can you do... Oh. Oh. There's lots of that. There's um, the big bits to fill. The, the other uh, actress who, actresses who've played are unreal. Uh, Melda was asked if she thinks the 90s was soon to, to cover, though. We are in 1992, and for some people, that is history. Uh, you know, the first series was like a costume drama. It was so long ago. So it's creeping closer, but it, it, it isn't now. And I think that's important to remember. It isn't now. But, I mean, feelings are, are raw, probably still, and, um, and that is understandable. But we feel that too. So it's not like we're not taking it in. We know that too. And we feel it. So therefore, none of us are going, oh, we shouldn't be doing it. I think, I think this is a real tribute, I hope. I have to say, I, I, maybe I shouldn't, but I, I do like it. Would you like the crown? Oh. Well, obviously it's not all factual, but there are lots of it that is. And then you can learn about history. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was this part, like there was, um, there was a, a mining accident in, in the UK. And she took about a week to decide whether she wanted to go up and sympathise with the people. Yeah. And she did. And I, I did not know about this issue uh, or this accident. It was terrible. Um, but it was part of history. So the, the, like it kind of mixes in between. Like, that's, that can't be real. And obviously, the Diana stuff people are going to be fascinated with, which is well covered in this series. Well, Dominic West plays Prince Charles in The Crown. Again, I'm not sure about the casting there, but we asked what it was like seeing Elizabeth Debicki as Princess Diana for the first time. Because like, she is... A ringer for her when she's in the gear. Absolutely, it was terrifying. I mean, she was just perfect. And it was the, it was the, um, it was the uh, camera uh, test. So it was, fortunately, it was a few months before we actually had to, well, I had to do a scene. But I remember thinking, oh my god, she's got this in the bag already, and she was moving and talking and looking just like her character. And I was felt like I was sort of stumbling around in the dark and in front of a crew who, who'd watched two great casts, you know, play this show before. So it was really terrifying, but but amazing. Oh, oh. I couldn't believe when I saw The Wire that I couldn't believe that he was English. So he was so good in The Wire. I couldn't believe him and Idris were English because their accents. Oh, they were brilliant. Was Aidan Gillen in that as well? Yes. What was his accent like? He was the mayor of Baltimore. He was very good. Yeah. He played the same kind of character. He, kind of, he always plays a bit of a weasel. <laughs> John Boy wasn't a weasel. What are you talking about? He was, John Boy. Frank isn't a weasel. Yeah, yeah, weasels. He's one of our, he's one of our finest. He's a fantastic actor. There I'm saying it. He has played weasels. And, uh, <laughs> and we also asked Dominic about playing Charles. Did he ever think, ah, Charles, don't be doing that now? Yeah, but, but that makes, you know... As a fan, I might have been thinking that as an actor, that's that's Christy or Mill. That's 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 what makes the part interesting. And I think it was a bit of a problem for me in that very often in in roles I play, I, I you fall in love with your character. You you want the best for him, and you want the, you always give him the benefit of the doubt. And 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 a really good dramatist like Peter forces you to suspend that and and just to play the scene and play the situation and not have any moral judgment about it. Well, you can judge for yourself. The new season is out today on Netflix. Seems kind of low to me, but apparently you'll get you'll own 18 phones in your lifetime. 18 phones? It's definitely more than 18 phones. Oh, I'd say that must be on my bed. 
Ninth? Yeah, like you do the upgrade, flip it on, whatever, stick it in a box in a drawer. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's the thing. A lot of people don't throw them away. Um so I saw this so this is a guy I saw talking about another guy, right? So this is a friend of a friend. It's a guy talking about a guy. But I know everything he said. So yeah. he said that everybody is charging this this specifically for iPhones, don't know about Androids. But I presume it could be similar. Is it to do with the batteries? Yes. Well, lithium-ion, it's the same in an electric car or your iPhone. It's the same type of battery. So you'll know about this because you know about batteries. So he said everyone, most people, are charging their phones incorrectly. Is he saying don't go past 80%? He is saying that most people will charge their phone when? When they're sleeping. Most people have a, a device on their nightstand or yeah. their bedside table. Don't do that. Don't do that is exactly what he's saying. You're cooking, You're overcooking the battery. Exactly. So there's somebody who went on and did this to prove this. They have the phone two years and it's 100% battery life still. Because they didn't charge Because it he charges it enough as much as it needs yeah. and then stops. So he charges it when he can keep an eye on it. He doesn't leave it on, plugged in all night and then eight hours later or whatever it is, if you're lucky enough to have eight hours, you unplug it and you've yeah you so you're decreasing the battery life by leaving it plugged in. Lithium night. ion batteries definitely don't generally don't like going below 20% and above 80%. For example, if you have an electric car, you're going on a long journey, you should charge it 100%. But if you're not, you're just doing day-to-day to the shops, they say 80 is the recommended. Some are saying you don't need to bother. Same thing for your phone. Yeah. That's interesting now, because I've been doing it like that for... So I've, It's I. the odd night now that I do leave it, but re- very rarely. I generally plug it in at night. And my phone is a year old, and I'm going to check my battery health and see, does it What is it work, now? Jim? Yeah. My phone is exactly a year old. Hang on. And you, th- Hang you, on. you, you do <gasps> plug it in at night? What? Oh. What? 96%. That's pretty good after a year. Is it? Yeah. Is it not? I was really hoping for like <laughs> 100 or 99. 4%. That's all right. Yeah. 96. Like mine's on about 79% or something now. Okay. Maximum. Well, check it. You know, it's a good, it's it's a good icebreaker as a yeah. chat up line. Hey, what's your. Uh, I don't know if it's a good icebreaker as a chat up line. What's your battery percentage? <laughs> you no, know, I can tell you about how to save the suit. Yeah, but so yeah. you have an iPhone there. Uh, <laughs> Basically, your, your phone will get to 100%. You're snoozing, and then the, the charge is it's just pumping charge in, and it can't go anywhere. So don't do it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. There you go. Let's look. I think your phone lasts longer. Reuse, recycle. Thanks, Jim.